0: Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. To my loyal bed crimers, so nice to have you here. To anyone new to the channel, a special warm welcome. Before I get started, let me just ask that if after listening to this episode, you find you enjoyed it or learned something, please hit that like button. It's a free way you can help me. Now let's dig in. I've been utterly shocked by this horrific crime in Idaho as I'm sure everyone living in Moscow, Idaho has. In trying to understand what could lead to such a vicious and brutal attack, I've been studying other incidents by perpetrators wielding the same type of sharp-edged weapon. And to my utter horror, I stumbled upon crime after crime in just 2022 alone, involving people using this same type of instrument. I found incidents in Las Vegas, along the Strip, in Apple River, Wisconsin, in New York City, in Long Beach, California, in Saskatchewan, Canada, and tons of other places, and they all occurred in 2022 alone. Just Google those words yourselves, and you'll see what I mean. It's shocking how many crimes of this nature have occurred in just one year's time. You don't really realize it until you do a Google search and you see all these recent crimes come up on the screen. In 2017, such sharp-edged objects were the weapon of choice in 97,183 deaths worldwide. So why are there so many crimes being committed with these sharp-edged objects? And who are the people using them To harm other living creatures? Well, according to a report by the World Health Organization, past victimization is one risk factor. Younger people with adverse experiences in childhood, as in situations wherein they are harmed in some way, are more likely to become perpetrators of a crime committed with this utensil, shall we say. The report also stated that alcohol abuse was yet another risk factor that causes some young people to pick up such an object and use it on others. Drug abuse is yet another behavior that can lead to a crime of this nature. The report specifically saw a connection between the use of tobacco, which is kind of weird, cocaine and amphetamines and crimes involving this type of object. The illicit drug trade has also been linked to increasing incidences of sharp-edged object crimes. Perhaps part of this comes down to how easy it is for people to purchase these objects. With one click on Amazon, you can have the sharp-edged object of your dreams delivered right to your door. Also, they're not as pricey as other types of weapons. They don't make a loud noise when one uses them, and they're easy to carry and conceal. And it has to be said that we live in a society where violence is somewhat celebrated in movies and real life attacks on innocent people seem to happen pretty much every other week and almost every other day. It's easy to see how some people can come to view this violence as normal and almost acceptable, where some people lose sight of how precious each human life is. The police said at one point that this attack in Idaho was targeted, and they based that on some evidence found at the crime scene. It is also likely a personal crime. When a perpetrator uses a sharp-edged object like this to harm others, the perpetrator is quite physically close to the victim, almost face to face. This makes it extremely intimate. And to continually use this object over and over on one human being requires both strength and a tremendous amount of rage and anger. And by the way, when someone uses this object, there will be jabs that hit the bone. When this happens, the perpetrator's hand can suddenly slide down the handle to the blade, causing the person to accidentally slice himself or herself. It's very likely that whoever did this to these four beautiful young souls is walking around right now with wounds on his or her own hands. While doing my research, I stumbled on something very interesting. It turns out in some cultures... Attacking multiple people with a sharp-edged object is part of a mental disorder or syndrome called amok, as in A-M-O-K. And I believe this is where the expression run amok comes from, which, if you've never heard of this, means to behave uncontrollably and disruptively. The term amok originated in Indonesia, and according to psychologist James Clark, a muck refers to a disassociative episode that begins with brooding, followed by a period of violence directed at people and objects. So this disassociative episode is typically initiated by a perceived slight or insult, And males are most often the ones who run amok, as they say. Is this what happened in that house in Moscow, Idaho that night? Let's hope the investigators are gathering all the evidence and will soon uncover who the evil person behind this crime is. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories. And let me just take a moment right now to wish each and every one of you a happy Thanksgiving, a safe Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving where nobody in the family gets into a fight and where the turkey is cooked to perfection. See you next time.